Today, I want to talk about the social media platform TikTok. I am testing TikTok to see if there are any free marketing opportunities there for me that may help me move my stuff for sale. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book that's out now, the second book that's coming out a little later this year, and other merchandise and other ideas I have down the road. So while I was checking out everything, I started to wonder if TikTok might be useful for you guys for your dating related endeavors. So today I want to take you through what I found out about TikTok and run through what I feel are some of its good and bad points relevant to our topic of flirting and meeting with and connecting with great ladies out there. We'll dig into this important topic after this quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks, and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 65 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. So, TikTok. What is TikTok? TikTok is a social media platform, but it's kind of weird because it's kind of got two faces. There's like two major populations of it. You've got the TikTok that's available in the West, largely outside of China. And then you get the form, the, kind of like the original form that's uh, available within uh, mainland China. And that's called Douyin. It's spelled D-O-U-Y-I-N and pronounced Douyin. So you got TikTok that most of the uh, listeners for this podcast would uh, be able to see because they live outside of China. And for the people that, for the listeners that are in China, you know it as Douyin. So basically, uh, TikTok, which is what we're talking about today, is it's a video sharing uh, oriented uh, social uh, media service owned by a Chinese company named ByteDance, B Y T E Dance, B Y T E D A N C E. Now, to be clear, TikTok isn't a dating site. So why on earth am I talking about it here? I, th I think it's interesting. And like I said in the uh, introduction, I've been exploring TikTok um, because I'm trying to figure out 
as I try to organically grow um, the listenership for this podcast and sell my stuff, basically, sell my books, uh, sell my merchandise, and so those other kind of things. I'm trying to figure out if if these if all the major social media platforms are usable in some kind of way for me to. Uh, to achieve that growth organically. So I've been looking at TikTok recently. Uh, TikTok basically is used to uh, create what are called short form videos. And uh, again, like I said, it's not a dating site and it's not porn related. It's uh, generally speaking, if you just go browse the content on TikTok, you'll see a lot of uh, people, you know, dancing. There's a lot of you know, comedy stuff, the you know, content there to make you laugh. There's some educational stuff. There's a lot of people there like showing their crafts, showing their hobbies and interests, that kind of stuff. The videos themselves cannot be very long. Uh, I think the minimum length is some, something around 15 seconds and the maximum today as I record this, which is the 5th of September, 2021, the maximum is three minutes. That maximum used to be 60 seconds up until around July 1st of 2021. So if you thought the maximum was just a minute, maybe you haven't uh, uploaded anything in the, in the past several weeks or so. Uh, on July 20, on July 1st, 2021, the maximum was increased to, to three minutes, which is a little easier to go and express yourself in there. TikTok and, and Douyin have almost the same user interface, but People on one platform cannot access the, the content on the other platform. There's like political and cultural reasons for that. Basically, the two kind of, I want to, I want to call them like sister social media uh, projects, TikTok and Douyin, their servers, their supporting infrastructure and plumbing, they're, that, that's, they're all based in the markets that are, that they serve. Douyin's uh, servers and infrastructure would be in mainland China and TikTok's would lie outside of China for privacy and legal and other reasons. Basically, uh, TikTok's got, you know, an enormous user following, a user base. According to Wikipedia, as of October 2020, TikTok's number of downloads was over 2 billion worldwide. So that's great. Now, in terms of the breakdown, like the demographics of the TikTok user base, from a global perspective, the numbers that I could find were 44% of TikTok users are female and that leaves 56 are male. TikTok's user base tends to slant more towards younger folks, including children. The uh, statistics I found on Wikipedia said 41% of its users are between the ages of 16 and 24. So that's kind of, that's something you gotta think, bear in mind, that's awfully young, 16 and 24. And among those people, 90% say that they use the application on a daily basis. So what you're, you're stepping back a second here, you've got a very rapidly growing and popular social media platform, TikTok, that is enormous, is of enormous appeal to very young people. And it doesn't seem to be showing any signs of cooling off. So that's kind of where it fits into the social media space. Before I dive into some of the details and my opinions on how TikTok works and, the, and its good points and bad points, I want to talk briefly about how does TikTok make money because I think that's a critical consideration when you are deciding to participate in something online or on the internet or not. Uh, because, uh, you know, like the kind of like we talked about in episode 64, the one right before this one, if, um, a product is free online, you should probably consider that you're the product, your data is being harvested or something about you, your lifestyle, your internet usage, your 
um, shopping habits are the things thing that's being monetized. Um, these companies aren't putting up a lot of money for purely utilitarian purposes to give you really fun stuff to do online, their businesses, and um, they're monetizing you in some way. So for TikTok in particular, it looks like uh, TikTok, at least the Western version of it, makes its money off of licensing deals, serving up ads, and in some cases, according to its worst critics, very aggressively collecting your usage data, including how you use the keyboard, of doing some very aggressive fingerprinting of uh, your privacy information and how you use the internet and the type of things that you say. If that's something, if that's not something that bothers you, that's perfectly fine because that's exactly what Facebook and YouTube and Google and some others do. They're just trying to monetize your um, your, your, your life almost, I don't want to sound too negative about it, but that's kind of how it is. So if you're not turned off by that, we can get into some of the good points and bad points of using TikTok. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't use TikTok and I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just trying to share what my experiences were there and then you use that information to make an informed decision. So what are some of TikTok's good points? First of all, it's free. There's no cost to use it whatsoever. There's ways to spend money on there, but you don't have to uh, do that to be able to, to enjoy most of TikTok's features. So it's free and there are loads of people on there. Like we mentioned uh, earlier, There, the number of downloads is over 2 billion and there's likely millions of users on TikTok in your own country. Uh, but there are both good and bad people there, just like anything else. Uh, there's some very good people, there's some very bad people, and people across the entire spectrum, really. You just got to go and manage that. That's just how life is. Uh, one thing I need to point out and uh, put this on my list of good points is people tend to be on the young side on TikTok, like we talked about in the demographic information before. So I guess if you're a young man, uh, then you, you, then your matches for folks in your age range are more plentiful, more likely on TikTok. But if you're older than that, uh, I think the, they, the primary age range for like 41% of the users was 16 to 24. Uh, so if, you know, if that's you, that's great. But if you're older than that, that means that 59% of people are older than 24, I think. I don't think there's a lot of children you'll find on where I'm going to suggest you spend your time on TikTok. Not messing with children, obviously. Uh, but you know, your chances of finding someone for folks in your age range are pretty good there, especially since you've got so many, I don't know, tens or hundreds of millions of people using TikTok to act TikTok actively now. I saw people of all ranges on TikTok during my explorations there. So again, don't don't be shy about having a look around TikTok if it piques your interest. Now for the bad points, it's gonna be a pretty long list, but there's gonna be a payoff later, so bear with me. Bad points. Uh, you know, again, it's free to use. So remember that you and your data, your personal information, they are the product. You are the thing being monetized. If you can live with that, fine. If you can't, just ignore it. You're not, it's not like you're missing out on anything in life if you don't use TikTok or TikTok Live. Second bad point. I don't see a way, at, the, at, least, at least as of the time I'm recording this on the 5th of September of 2021, I don't see a way to localize to your area in TikTok Live. So TikTok's got the videos, pre-recorded things that you can go look at for all the content creators on TikTok. But TikTok Live is kind of like where you can go and talk to people who are actively on TikTok who want to go and engage with other 
other folks, other users on TikTok. I don't see how you can say, hey, I just want to talk to only people in France or only people in California. I don't, I don't see how to do that. I Googled around to try to see how to do that. It looks like all the TikTok user communities kind of considered one homogenous group. So you kind of just interact with people all over the world, which, which is a good thing. But if you're trying to find dates in your local area, that's not an efficient way to go about it. Okay. Now you can find your existing friends and by the term friends, I mean, TikTok friends, which are mutual follows. They follow you on TikTok. They follow your account. You follow them. You can find your existing friends on TikTok and your personal contacts, like your personal contacts from your phone. And again, I've got to remind you that your personal data is a thing being harvested here. So uh, you, you have the ability in TikTok to let TikTok have access to your personal contacts so you can find them on TikTok to go and, uh, you know, ping them and try to go and connect with them and friend up with them on, on TikTok. So, you know, I, I consider that a bad thing, like not being able to do localization. Anyway, I need to be clear that TikTok is not, is not a dating app. So you got to remember that not everyone that you encounter on TikTok live specifically will be there to flirt with you or be flirted with or be hit on in some way or asked on a date. It happens all the time, especially for the more attractive ladies that are on there. You'll see that happen like all the time, no matter what they're doing. And I guess that's just part of the, I guess, unpleasantness for ladies that they experience online. There's, I don't know how you avoid that if you go on TikTok live because guys will just um, flock to you if they see a pretty face on the on the thumbnail image for your TikTok live session. Next on the list of bad points, again, I just want to reiterate this. The, the ages of the users of TikTok tend to trend young. Now, it's not all children on there. They're not all underage, but you got to keep this in mind because you got to Remember, think back to the 10 rules from the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book. We don't violate any of our 10 rules under any circumstances. And in this particular case, I'm referring to the, the rule of the 10 rules that forbids dealing with underage women, hitting on them, talking to them in some inappropriate way. All right. Next bad point is, uh, again, thinking about the 10 rules from the book. In general, we don't violate our 10 rules at all. And in this case, I mean... Rule one, I'm referring to rule one out of the 10 rules from the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book. And as a reminder, rule one forbids you from doing anything that leaves the lady feeling worse about having interacted with you. Rule one, rule one forbids you from doing anything that leaves the lady feeling worse about having interacted with you. That rule, rule, rule one, applies everywhere in real life, in person situations, at work, in your community, on dating apps. And it applies when you are leaving comments on someone's TikTok videos, when you are commenting and chat on TikTok live, or if you're interacting with someone directly on TikTok. For example, like when you are both live and are talking together there, you're not allowed to do or say anything that makes her feel worse about herself. That is a rule, as a standard, as a principle that we have. So the bad list is long, and I have more to say about that. There's more, there's more elements on my list of bad things, but... This point leads me to what I think um, might be useful about TikTok for you, and it's the reason why I am dedicating an entire podcast episode to TikTok. 
So despite the fact that you're most likely not talking to a local woman, you can, if you feel like you need the practice um, to, to work on your social skills, you can get practice talking in the bold, fun, yet respectful, impeccably, perfectly respectful ways that we um, insist on communicating to women online, to women in, in any circumstance. So on TikTok, just like any other social media platform or dating site, you're going to see plenty of toxic behavior directed toward people of all types, not just the women, uh, but especially the women. You don't participate in that at all. If you want to practice um, speaking to women or or do you just want to have fun talking to the ladies there that they're on TikTok that catch your eye, this may not be a bad way to get that practice while at the same time bringing smiles to the ladies' faces. Your approach aligned with the principles in the book will, will mostly be appreciated in the TikTok space. Not everyone is there is going to be in a good mood. Not everyone there is going to want to hear your flirtatious jokes. Uh, sometimes the ladies in a TikTok live session are just talking to people that they know. And if you just go and hop in, what you can do, you can just go and just hop in. You see them just, just pop right in. They may not welcome a stranger just uh, talking to them in some familiar, familiar way, despite the fact that your intentions and your approach are, um, are, are perfection, are perfectly reasonable and gentlemanly. Not everyone will appreciate that. So just keep that in mind. Just like in normal life, you can't just go walk up in every situation and expect to be, you know, get a warm embrace. You'll see most guys on TikTok say little more than just complimenting the woman's appearance. Just like you do in real life, just like you do on dating sites, just like you do in bar situations or dance clubs or things like that. You'll see a lot of guys just, all they're saying is that, hey, they're just commenting on how gorgeous she is, how beautiful she is, how pretty she is, how lovely her eyes are. But the guys don't seem to have anything else to say beyond that. So that's a huge problem. It's one of the reasons why I wrote the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book in the first place. If you suffer from the same problem, like you just can't move past the skimmer of the compliment because the lady may appreciate having, having someone make a, you know, light compliment about her appearance, but you can't just keep going over and over that. And she's not going to just fall over with her legs spread open. If you just tell her she's pretty enough times, it's not how that works. You got to, you know, there's got to be some chemistry there and you got to have a little more, for lack of a better term, game than that. I don't really say game because I think your natural, how you are should be enough to go and sell you as a, you know, a candidate boyfriend or prospect for her. Anyway, using the approaches from the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book, you can give her a light compliment. And we do that a lot in the examples in part two and part three in the book, as, you, as you've seen in your copy. But you also need to be able to say something else that catches her eye on TikTok, something that brings that smile to her face that you, that you legitimately earn, or something that earns a full, genuine laugh. Just to give you an example of saying kind of what I mean by that, you could come up with some little goofy joke like that's impossible. It's, it's, it's clearly a preposterous thing. Like, for example, you could just say, and again, you don't have a lot of characters to use to go and get your point across here, but you could say something like, women find me irresistible and it is becoming quite a problem for me. I can hardly go out in public. Do you have any advice for me? So the elements of that one there are, it's an eye catcher because it's kind of long. It's not just, hey, you're pretty, hey, you're gorgeous or, or some solicitation of sex or something that she's going to see streaming through her comments. 
So you got this preposterous opening. Women find me irresistible. There's no extra words in that. There's no, you don't, you know, you're not rambling on or anything. Women find me irresistible. Then you build on it and it's becoming quite a problem for me. I can hardly go out in public. So you use up as much of your 150 characters as you can on that. Then ask her for advice because who doesn't like being asked for their advice? Even on TikTok, if they got a quickly scrolling chat session with several people in there just talking about all kinds of random things, this will catch her eye because it's longer and it's a little funny. If she's got a good sense of humor, that one might work. Some other things you can say to her that are compliments, that aren't creepy, that may get her attention and just get her talking. Something that gets that, that that's a question that is designed to get more than just a yes or no response. Here's an example. You could say, your skin is perfection. Who doesn't want to hear that? You know, because it's a reflection on your diet. It's a reflection on how you're managing your health. Your skin is perfection. There's no extra words. It's just four words and it's great. Then you could say, you know, what is your secret? Question mark. So there's no yes or no short answer to that. It's, it's a lot of women love to go and say what they do. They do, or if they do nothing, they say I just wash my face with water and that's just it. Or they go into their hot entire makeup and skincare routine. But it's much longer response that you get back, and you may be able to go and find hooks or other things in what she says back to you that you can use to go ask further questions. So for TikTok chat, that's not that's not like super great, but it's if it's just a few people in her chat session, you could probably continue a conversation with her, uh, just using your TikTok identity to her live. But do you see how this might work in in real life or on just like on a one-on-one conversation through a video chat? You give her some really nice non-creepy compliment, then ask her how does she pull that off. It's not bad, huh? Another one, if you'd have absolutely nothing to go on, like uh, all you did was just, just go find a, a a picture on TikTok Live that looked appealing to you, double-clicked it, and boom, there you are in her live. And you don't know jack shit about her, don't know anything about her. All you, all you want to know is you want to hear her talk. You could try something that's um, more general. This is kind of like something that you could use like just in a general social or party situation, or just amongst your friends. Try this one. Just consider this one. What three words would you say describe you best? What three words would you say describe you best? Um, You'll see if you use that one, I suggest you try that one in a lot of circumstances because she can't say yes or no to that. She can ignore it and say nothing. It really gets people to think because they a lot of people don't go around with just like, a three-word response that they think encapsulates who they really are and how they want to come across and how they portray themselves. So it's a really good one. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to watch her think and see how she handles that. You'll get to learn some stuff about her. And it'll also, depending on what she says back, it'll give you other ways to go and continue that conversation. So see how, see how you can use TikTok for this. Go and try it. What three words would you say describe you best? Try it. And to see what you get, and then think about incorporating that into your rap, into your what you say when you're trying, to, when you're just meeting a lady in person or on a dating site. Just try it. It's not a bad one. And also be prepared for her to reflect that sucker back to you. She may answer what three words describe her best, but she may come right back at you and say what three words describe you, sir, best. So be prepared to show yourself to best advantage and have those be able to describe yourself similarly. Thinking of reusing, on the subject of reusing, like kind of like party kind of conversation starter questions, uh, if you've got, if she's on on her live in TikTok, on TikTok live with someone else, it could be two or more, 
one or more person, right? She's there with another person, or it could be three or four people in the what you see on screen, or you could tell that they're in the room with her. Just ask her to say for both of you or for all of you, if there's two people, for both of you, what do you like best about the person next to you? Got it? For both of you, what do you like best about the person next to you? That'll get a thoughtful, hmm, they got to go interact there. They'll think it's fun. And you'll get to go and learn something about both of them both from uh, uh, the perspective of someone who's either a relative or a, or a close friend. See, that might work too, right? You can also go another way with it in terms of delivering a compliment and then throwing some weird off-speed pitch. I'm using an American baseball analogy here, an off-speed, not a straight fastball, an off-speed curveball. Here's one for you. If her eyes are some kind of like gray or blue or green, you could say, your eyes are a lovely blue-green color, like a Walmart bag. Now, I don't know if everyone on this... Um, listen to this podcast knows what a Walmart is or a Walmart bag is, but they used to be like this really weird looking bluish green color. And this could be seen as an insult. It's a, it's kind of weird. You got to have your confidence together to go and do this one, but you just thrown this into our chat and it's a good eye catcher. Your eyes are a lovely blue green color, which is inarguably a compliment, but it's not too heavy. It's not creepy. Uh, but then comma, like a Walmart bag, if it's someone in the United States or some places, Walmart's very prevalent, it'll catch their eye. They may be shocked. They don't understand what you're saying. They know you're full of shit, but no, they've never heard this before. So it, it's, it's a mix of a boosting, elevating compliment with a little zinger on the side that should be able to draw a laugh and a smile. And she may not answer back because there's really nothing to say to this. There's no, there's no yes, no to it. It's just um, a, a way to draw our attention to, to, to you and hopefully draw a genuine, well-deserved smile from her. Anyway, back to the bad points of using of TikTok. Filters. When you're recording on live on TikTok, or recording on TikTok in general, just like a number of other social media applications, you, the, the ladies may be, or people may be using filters. So you may not be seeing exactly what she looks like. There may be coloring, differences in coloring for the eyes and complexion. Her, her appearance may be radically different when she's using a filter compared to uh, just in person. So I don't think it's necessarily a problem. It probably makes it a little more fun for people going live. So don't if they have any insecurities about their appearance, they can kind of use the filters to mask those away. But you need to be kind of aware of that, that that's there. Uh, one technical, I want to say it's, a, it's under bad points, but it's, it's just a fact. To go live on TikTok, meaning uh, to have the ability to go live on using TikTok's live feature, L-I-V-E live feature, you need to have at least 1,000 followers and you have to be over 16 years old. Okay? So you may encounter uh, like children on there like, you can tell by the voices they're like nowhere near 16 years old, but they won't show their faces on TikTok because I think TikTok will shut them down or people will report their accounts because they're violating the terms of service. And for good reason, you can't have somebody like a child who doesn't have, you know, all their defenses and protections up being out there, like being preyed upon by the worst sort of people who may be preying on folks on, on, on TikTok there. So the point is you have to have at least a thousand followers and be over 16 years old to use a TikTok's live feature. That means to go live, but you can still go and click on TikTok live and go and participate as in like view someone else's content live on TikTok and be able to chat with them. You don't, you can have no followers and do that. 
Another point is, and you may be picking up on this, um, TikTok can be considered addicted to some personalities, to some folks, because there's an un God, it seems like it's an unlimited number of like interesting people on there, all, and all kinds of interesting conversations that are happening. Uh, it, it, it could be TikTok can be something that can use up a lot of hours out of your day and interfere with the, your your kind of quality of life. Because stepping back from this topic of this episode for a second, we're just talking about what TikTok is and isn't and what's good and bad about it from my point of view. But what you should be laser focused on is stacking those wins towards your goals every day, right? Being that valuable asset to your family, to your friends, to your children, to your wife that you need to be. Providing to, for them and yourself to make sure that you're thriving and that you prosper, right? Not sitting around on social media all day, dicking around and uh, uh, just having fun there. That's that's probably not the best use of your time. Sure, it's okay to go have a little a limited amount of fun on whatever social media that you like or online gaming or what have you. But you can't lose sight of what matters. Uh, another bad point. There are content concerns based on where you live associated with TikTok or uh, even content concerns around your own tastes and um, sensibilities. People can be talking about almost anything on TikTok, anything under the sun. So you need to be aware of that. I suggest for a more complete view that you read the Wikipedia page for TikTok because that has much more complete coverage of the various privacy related uh, content related and other issues that are alleged to be issues with TikTok. Okay. All right. That is all I have for you this week. Let's get to work out there. Let's go.